This is the Shift Podcast. Today on the Shift Daily Podcast, tips for you to be smarter with your money in 2023. Romana King helps us understand how we can go about money differently with some new ideas for us to be successful around dollars this year. What's your word for 2023? Well, Ryan and Handy Andy join me to work through words that help us get inspired through this year. Plus, are you okay with New Year's babies, New England Patriots, and more? All on the Shift Daily Podcast. Money. Oh, money. The good thing about money is the more you pay attention to it, the more it seems to um, appear in your life. It's one of those things. Uh, pennies from heaven, even. Let's go there. Let's get all hippie. Pennies from heaven. Um, my guest right now is Romana King. She's senior finance editor for Finder, a money comparison site that helps Canadians save and make money, which is, I think, very welcome as we look back on what we've just been through, Romana. Um, thanks for being here, by the way. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me. Before Christmas, the conversation that I had with my mom was, Mom, I don't really need stuff. If you really want to help me, you know, gift cards for shopping for clothes, because I don't, I'm not very good at setting that aside. Uh, that would be nice. But really, it's about trying to see Melanie, um, you know, my partner, she's in Ottawa, and um, paying off debt. So that's what matters to me the most. I wasn't the only one, was I? No, Shane, you're not alone. There's a lot of Canadians. It's been a tough year. It's been a really tough year. Prices got really, really steep, mm-hmm. you know, for even just the basics. And so we found, we just did a survey finder, asked Canadians, hey, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for the holiday gift giving season? And they said, you know what? 49%, I want cold, hard cash. And those 49%, I think were, were some of them were rewarded. Some of them did mm-hmm. get that cold, hard cash on the holiday season. And so going into Boxing Day sales and going into the new year, they have some decisions to make. Yeah, right. And so looking at that, I mean, what do you do? I mean, it, it was intended as a gift. Now, a gift can come in the form of, you know, taking stress off your shoulders without a doubt. But at the same time, I don't know about you, Romana, but I would probably struggle with, well, I could really use this hundred bucks on my credit card payment, but at the same time, you know, I really could use some new shoes or something, and maybe it's time to spoil myself. I I would go from my hippie perspective of philosophy and say that, you know, there's no shame in that, and the wrestling match that you might go through with that is only occurring with you, and, it, it, like, work on that. Be with that. Be present to that, because that wrestling match... Um, doesn't need to be there. I think it's a good indicator that we need to figure out and learn how to do the money. Um, but I'm also not the only one that goes through that. I'm pretty sure everyone does. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to be clear, but then you know what? I want to be spoiled too. And I know, you know what? I, I mean, I think it's people come up to me and they're like, oh, you talk about money, you know, money. You, what? You don't think I go out and impulse buy and, and yep. spend when I don't need to? Of course, everyone does. And I think one of the toughest things we need to learn when it comes to money and money management is deprivation isn't the goal. It's no. not, oh, we have to take that $100 that we got for grandma and we have to put it on a credit card. No, 25% of the people that wanted, you know, cash for the holiday season, they wanted it because they wanted to buy what they wanted. They didn't want yeah. someone else choosing what they they wanted as a gift. They wanted to go out and buy. So I'd say, you know, take that 50 bucks, buy that pair of shoe, Shane, and then take 50 bucks and put it on your credit card. And then you have both your sensible, responsible self mm-hmm. is happy. And then the stuff, the, 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 the person that wants stuff is also happy. And you don't feel like you've deprived yourself. And I think that's really smart money management. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd shop around and look for deals too, because there are mm-hmm. deals to be had. Oh yeah. I mean, if if you can have the discipline, you know, consider putting the hundred bucks in your credit card, then go spend fifty bucks, but just make sure you don't spend one hundred and ten. You know. Yes. Um. So the deals to be had, though, there's there's quite the opportunity. Let's let's look. Uh, let's kind of look forward now at the what's in front of us. Let's assume that people have you know got their gifts for the most part. They've got cash or they've returned the gifts. They've got credit, like uh, debit, uh, excuse me, um, gift cards from their place or whatever. Um, so let's look at that perspective because January is burdensome for so yeah. many people emotionally, but there is opportunity here for us to look at this a little bit differently with deals and what we can take some of that money. You're not alone in wanting the money. Um, so, so where do we go next, Romana? Do we, do we, do we just search for deals and be patient? What do we do? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a big, big, big believer in planning your spending. So whether it's holiday spending, you know, grocery store. And when I say planning, I mean getting the old pen and paper out. A lot of people do it on mm. the phone. I do it for, but get, get the pen and paper, write the list. What are your wants? What do you really want this year? And I mean goods, stuff, services, everything. What do you want? Put it on the list. Put it on the list and look at it. And now you have a priority of where you want to spend your money. It's also really easy to not impulse buy when you look at your list when you're shopping and say, you know what, that new pair of shoes is really snazzy but i really really want that new computer and i'm not going to get that new computer if i go and i spend it on a new pair of shoes that i don't really need and you know yeah. what i'm going to lose the razzle dazzle in like a week yeah does that help you find when you do that does that help you because when we have a hundred bucks coming in whether it's a tax return or a gift um you know we spend it five times in our brain like we fantasize about it we spend it five times over right so we actually end up at like minus 400 do you find that that helps you with that yes and i'm not alone i mean there's lots of studies there's a university of pennsylvania study that i said that believes i think they said that you can shave more more than a quarter about a quarter of your grocery bill when you make a list because you're really? all that impulse buying you know oh this is on sale this is on sale so if you can make a list and really strategically and i'm not saying you don't buy ever, anything that's on sale or anything razzle dazzle but it really does minimize it and the list of like what you would like so not just what you want to buy or what you're going out to buy but the list of goals of where you want your money so if i know i want to spend you know a, a, a chunk of change on a nice family vacation i'm not gonna i'm not gonna buy that you know barbecue that i don't really need because i can get one more year out of the one that i've got it doesn't matter how much it's on sale i know i can get another year i start to make smarter decisions so i'm a real big fan and in smart shoppings planning your shopping smart shopping also is comparison hey there's so many resources at the pull out your phone start looking on the comparison sites start looking for coupons looking at deals can you buy it online for cheaper even if you're in the store these are the things that i do while i'm in the store i've been in a store and bought it online in the store because i get cash back knowing right. that i'm going to buy that anyway and knowing that hey i'm going to get cash back it's going to be a hundred dollars you know and then ten dollars back that helps me with my budgeting amazing and um also, let's just drop the whole, by the way, you can pick it up in three hours thing. Take a wild guess. If you show up at the counter and show them your receipt, they're going to go get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that three hours is, well, three hours. And then give us 15 minutes and then you're another hour in the store because you found something. So, yeah, mm. it's, if you That's never amazing. step in the store, they want you in the store. They know they want you in the store. I was laughing. I went to Mark's Worker Warehouse to buy socks. Just socks mm -hmm. i walked out with two bags why because i have men in my life that really like mark's work warehouse and i laughed with the guy and he goes yeah we want you in our store because you're going to buy more i know yeah. right yeah yeah i love it so have you ever done the thermometers you know you see united way and whatever they do the thermometers of fundraising i think it's a great way for fundraising charities to show like our goal and you know the temperature goes up uh have you ever done those for yourself because i've tried it it's fun because you can color it in and there's another way that I was taught too with um, grids, meaning like if you were going to save up for a sofa um, and it, it's crafty, it takes a little work, but it's fun. So if you have your sofa and you have a picture of your sofa from the magazine or the internet or whatever, print it out, whatever, trace it on a piece of paper and know if it's a thousand dollar sofa, say, and you are going to do $20 at a time. So then take your sofa and cut it into 50 different shapes like this pillow is one and then this piece is like four squares for the back and you've got 50 different shapes and every time you put your $20 in the account or into the jar or whatever it is the envelope whatever it is you're doing you get to color in another one of those squares and so you're not saving a thousand dollars you're saving twenty dollars fifty times I love that idea. I love that. And I've never done that I've never done the diagram and I have kids that are you know starting to learn these I, I would call them harder concepts. How do you save long term for something that's really big? And that's a hard thing for adults to do, never mind kids to sort of mm -hmm. grasp. I, I love the idea of taking a picture, cutting it up and saying, okay, you get to glue. I'm going to do it because I've never done it. And I love that idea. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Okay, so we're going to look forward here. We're looking into into this year. What are some some of the tips and secrets? You know, you're you're with finder and there's comparisons, there's opportunities on finder. What do you see to kickstart the year Look, every day is a new opportunity. Every moment's a new opportunity. I stand by that. But it is also really nice to just say, fresh start, new year. 
I'm going to go buy my money differently. Is it the comparison price shopping? Is it some of the strategic things? What would you leave us with that we can really set us free to push forward on um, on maybe a new start for the new year? I would I would definitely say, you know, you got to do the boring stuff. You got to review your expenses and make a budget. But once you've sort of done that, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. I know people that take pictures of everything they buy or take pictures of stuff or look at their credit card bill. They scan it and they go, I'm overspending in coffee. Going to cut that out. That's it. That, it took them 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. once you've done that, be smart about it by writing that list. Definitely comparison shop. And I would say make a plan to tackle the debt. And this sounds like, ooh, but it actually is exhilarating. And if you talk to anyone that's been in debt and they start paying off those debts, there's an excitement about it because not only mm-hmm. are they paying off debts, but they're now getting more money in hand to spend how they want to. And I would say definitely do that and have that one goal that year of what you want to save towards. So when you tackle your debt, you're you're essentially saying, okay, I'm going to consolidate the debt to so get rid of high interest debt. So I'm going to lower my my cost of debt, but keep my my payments the same. So I'm paying more debt off. I'm going to get out of debt faster. So you really want to do that. So have a plan to tackle your debt and do that. Do it methodically. And then do the same with the savings goal. Exactly what you said. I love the idea of having a diagram, but it's like $20 at a time doesn't sound like a lot. But my kids, they just spent the last year saving in their gift fund. And when they got to Christmas, guess what? Mom piggy bank didn't have to subsidize their gift giving because they had spent a little bit each each month saving Mm -hmm. up and now they can go buy the gifts for the friends and family that they want to out of their money and feel good about it we can do the same as adults a little bit at a time did you see a difference in the kids when you took them to the store to do that shopping did they go about it differently when they had a little skin in the game if you will yes they were far more engaged about what they wanted to buy about searching they're doing a lot of online searching and then we'd go to the store and what's fun is that they had real opinions of what was being bought whereas before i was always leading them like well what about this gift what about the now they're like no i want to get this for uncle colin i want to do this for uncle Con- conrad and and by doing that they become more engaged in the gift giving it's not about what they spend or what they buy but they're getting engaged in the whole idea of really appreciating the people in your life and thinking about them which is what i think gift giving is about it's not about buying stuff it's about really sitting down and thinking hey i really appreciate you how can i show that how can I show mm-hmm. that I re- you really matter to me and I want to spend that time and in this case, the money to, to make you see that. And I love that they were engaged in that process and they were getting excited about, you know, the holiday season. And they were excited about the holiday season for that reason. We do say here on the shift, we do a thing called Good News Tuesday. And the reason why we do it is because good news makes good news babies. When we have more good news around, it makes us think of more good news. That comes from a friend of mine who's an author who's written a bunch of books and she says, Money makes money babies. That's the inspiration behind it. And so she's a financial speaker. She does all that stuff. And um, the the reality is, though, is that money does make money babies. And it's not like money sitting there multiplying. I mean, sure, compounding, get into all that banking stuff. But the reality is, is that it's awareness. And when you are sitting there spending time with it, right, you can make more money babies. And those money babies will start to work with each other. Because like you talk about, um, you know, decreasing the cost of things, the cost of debt and increasing your payments and those, those, I did it. I'll tell, I'll confess to everybody right now. I had a massive amount of uh, high interest debt. I took out a loan against the debt. I'm not big on consolidating because you have to change your habits, right? Like you can't just go consolidate and expect your problems to go away. You have to change your habits. Um, But for me, I only took 5% off the interest rate. But what it saved me is I went from $600 interest rate because it was the loan structure is different, it was costing me $150, I was still making the $600 payment. So now on my tracking, every single month, I'm automatically $450 ahead where I was $600 behind. So the net difference is over $1,000 on paper. So just trust me, uh, what Romana is saying here, it, it, it works. Oh, it totally, and it doesn't feel good to start, but what you're talking about oh, is- it's scary. Oh, it's very scary. But when you start, if you just take the time to sort of, I have to sit with those awkward feelings of feeling in debt and uh, I made mistakes. Guess what? Everyone makes mistakes. Big financial gurus made mistakes. Why? Because that's the best way we learn. And I think Mm. that 
allowing yourself to learn from those mistakes or allowing yourself to say, hey, I'm just like everybody else. I made a mistake. Now, how do I learn from it? That's going to give you the confidence to say, okay, what do I do? What you talked about, about, you know, money babies, you know, when we spend time looking at money and, and you know, p- spending time with our financing and our budget. Yes. And I think the reason why that happens is because when we start to take control and, and ownership and responsibility, the more we do that, the more comfortable we feel, the more able we are to say, hey, you know, that didn't really work for me. I'm going to pivot and do something different. But we're quicker about stopping those mistakes. We're quicker about implementing things that do work. And when they do work, we compound those those things that do work, the solutions that do work, and they go faster and get better at helping us make better decisions. But you can't start if you don't start. You just got to start. Got to start. Whether you get it wrong, even if you get it right for an afternoon. Okay, the big takeaway here is Ramana King says, uh, go make babies. That's what she said. <laughs> sure, with a bunch of stuff in between, yeah. Because <laughs> they're expensive. Uh, oh, my God. Um, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for, for being here and helping us uh, set us free to kick all this off for this new season of our lives, if you will, and um, be able to uh, kind of get things rolling and, and the look back on Christmas. And I, I think that the look back there, I think, is really valuable because – it also makes me feel for just my own experience that, you know what, Shane, when you were saying, by the way, um, you know, dollars or gift cards or something that I, that way is more helpful for me today. I actually feel better about it. I feel more in integrity as opposed to like, well, I could use a t-shirt. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm more truthful. I'm more in integrity with it. And that's what you've given to me personally in this conversation, because that is what I needed. And I, now in hindsight, uh, my parents delivered. That's what they delivered, and they're happy about it. And um, and and you helped me see that today too. So you did it for me as well. That's awesome, Shane. I'm really glad to hear that. I hope everyone, myself included, goes into 2023 realizing that you know we can all learn and grow and help each other. This is the Shift Podcast. One of the things that I really want to uh, build a, um, I think, a goal for is going to be. Um, I, by my poor neighbors, because my dog got a couple of new balls for Christmas, and now she stands at the top of the stairs and drops the ball down the stairs this uh, this entire, like, all the way th- all night long. She, that's what she does now. She drops it, chases it. Anyway, setting goals for for this year. What kinds of goals do you want to set? This is one thing that I is incredibly important for us to um, to be able to do. I think it's incredibly um, incredibly important for us to look at. We talk about it. Um, it's uh, it's it's one of these things that we hear everyone talk about, right? And it matters because of the fact that we need to learn how to do it. Um, what is goal setting? Okay, goal setting about goal setting about being able to go and achieve dollars is one thing. Goal setting about you know I want to go to Italy is another thing. And how is it that we go about getting there? Well, we just had a guest on named Romana, and if you didn't hear it, stick around because you're going to hear it uh, on the podcast and all those things. Um, how do you set these financial goals that um, when our, it's not an earning problem, it's a spending problem that usually lands in our integrity? Now, that's a scary word for most people. I wanted to share this. I wanted to share what other people have helped me set goals. I get emails all the time that ask, you know, how is it on the shift that, you know, that you, you guys do what you do, what matters to you, all that stuff. And it's from the clarity of this word that we create from. I'd like to start this by sharing with you that this is not like a contract, by the way. It's not like some, you signed this document and, you know, you, you picked your word and your word was going to be money. And therefore, oh my God, I got to be all about money. I got two months to go. It's not like that. I mean, if it doesn't fit for you, you you go. And so many people often feel intimidated in conversations that have a personal nature like this. And I wanted to encourage you by saying, it's kind of like going to a shoe store. Andy, if you you and I go to the shoe store today, what's the first thing that you look for for shoes? Is it like is it like a kind of shoe or a kind of boot or is like what's the first thing that you go to? Is like, do you have some an idea in mind when you go to a shoe store? Well, are we talking like running shoes or like just like typical shoes that you're going to be wearing? Exactly. That's what you're looking for. Okay. So right now, if you and I were to go to a shoe store, what kind of shoe based on your current life would you look for? 
Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of due for a new pair of running shoes. So first okay. thing, I'm going to look for the kind that, that would have support. You know, I'm, a lot of people think that you have to have a lot of cushion on your in your shoes, but you want it to have just enough, but you don't have too much uh, on the heel. So obviously, I'm going to look it for right on the ball or your foot because I do a lot of jump rope. That's right. the kind of protection that I need. So, yeah, that's what I'd be looking for. That's where you're going to start. Okay, so you're going to go start looking for a shoe that supports jump rope that fits those parameters. So you're going to go to that aisle, and then you're going to grab a couple of pairs of shoes, and you're going to put them on. Then what matters to you? I mean, fit matters. Obviously, there's the sort of technology around the jump rope and the sole that matters to you. Um, you, you try it on. If it doesn't fit, what do you do? Uh, you try another pair or you try a different okay. size. Different yeah. size. Uh, okay, so you get the size that's probably the closest to fit, but maybe it's a little too tight on the width or it just doesn't feel right. What do you do next? Well, you you walk around. What I, what I right would do on. is I put I put two different shoes on that mm-hmm. I'm in between, and I kind of walk and I try to figure out which one do I like um, better. <clears throat> I remember right. the last time I bought shoes, Jane, I was I was down to two pairs. I'm like, oh man, both seem really good. I'm like, what's the price for both these? He's like, well, those ones over there are on sale. And I was just even before you could finish that sentence, I'm like, I'll take those ones. Okay. Because, you so know. you have you have parameters on what it is that you're doing. And if it doesn't fit, you get a different size. And if it's the closest that you can get, but it doesn't feel right, you get a different brand. And if the price isn't right, it doesn't fit for what you're trying to accomplish financially, you go get a different price point. So you basically take the shoe off, you put it away, and you try a different shoe. That's all. That's it, right? And so that's exactly what goal setting is, is that you basically pick a goal and you try it on. And you see if it fits, see if it fits financially, if it fits for what you're looking for. And if it doesn't, then you just kind of go, oh, put it back on the shelf, try another goal. And so many people get caught up with this whole, I should be perfect at this and I should know what I want. Ryan O'Donnell, uh, when we were talking today, the I don't know the answer to that came up for you when you and I were doing some planning today. So like it's it's real deal, right? When like someone says, well, what do you want this year? And you kind of go, I don't know, because that happened to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of working through it. Uh, I think it really stems from, I thought exactly, I thought I knew exactly what 2022 was going to be like. And for the first half of the year, it went how I expected and how I was hoping it to. And then, like, so many things changed very quickly. And it completely upended my plan and my uh, goals for the year. And that experience has really changed how I have kind of perceived goal setting and understanding of just how much control and um, maybe, yeah, I think control is the right word I have over my year. And so now I'm at this place where I understand that I don't have as much control, but it's not necessarily a terrible thing. I'm just trying to now navigate coming to terms with having less control over my how I think my year is going to go. It's yeah. bizarre. And that's big for you because in our personal conversations, Huge. that was a big one for you. So this, this is cool. Okay, goal setting in 2023. Let's make it simple. Andy, when you want to jump rope and you want to jump rope more, when how do you set that goal for you typically? Do you like, I'm going to do four days a week and I'm going to jump for 15 minutes or I'm going to jump 100 times? How do you do your goals for something very tangible like jump rope? I have a wearable that can track my jumps. So I set that I'm going to do 2,000 jumps a day. And what I, what I do is I, I create a playlist, Shane, and I listen to the same music at the same time in the day doing the same activity. And if you keep doing that, it almost becomes second nature. It's like brushing your teeth when you wake up, you know, like you're not even ha- – you don't have to think of it. And mm-hmm. what's cool is by listening to the same music, it almost puts me into like a trance. Like I'm, I'm in a play and I'm just playing this part. And, and that was actually a really good little hack that, that helped me keep that goal because a lot of people, they say, well, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like working out. You have to change your behavior first. And then the way you feel changes after your behavior. So people think you have to feel a certain way to change your behavior, but it's the opposite. 
Yeah, feelings don't matter for goals. I know that's going to sound cold and callous from a guy who's a hippie heart, tell you to love everybody kind of guy, but your feelings don't matter. And, um, because you're, you're, you're not your feelings. Your feelings are a reaction to a situation. So, um, we don't, we don't live into planning with feelings. So that's the, that, that's a very important part. So he, here is what it sounds like, by the way, with somebody who knows what they're out to create. And this is from a conversation we had before Christmas with Tarkad had. He is the man whose family came from Syria. They emigrated. They had a chocolate company in Syria. They rebuilt this company in Nova Scotia, and they've grown piece by chocolate. They've got another store now. They're sold all over the country. And listen carefully for the words he just casually drops in conversation, how clear he is on what he's out to create with business. So I think really what matters to me since I came here is translating the true meaning of Canada into our story and infusing it all together because our story is all about passion, enthusiasm, advocacy, contribution, and excellence. And if you ask anyone on our team, if you ask my family, they will tell you the exact same thing, that we are not in the business of chocolate, we're in the business of peace. Okay. I'm going to play it for you one more time. And I want you to listen to the passion, enthusiasm, and everything very closely when those words come out. Hit it one more time, Leo. So I think really what matters to me since I came here is translating the true meaning of Canada into our story and infusing it all together. Because our story is all about passion, enthusiasm, advocacy, contribution, and excellence. And if you ask anyone on our team, if you ask my family, they will tell you the exact same thing, that we are not in the business of chocolate, we're in the business of peace. Okay, so that's Tarek Hadhad. He owns Peace by Chocolate. Now, that is very clear, safe to say. He knows what he wants. And that's really the question, is what do you want? Michael Lossier, who, if you go back through our podcast, you'll find him uh, coming up later this month. He'll be back on, too. He's the Law of Attraction author. He's from Victoria. He's amazing. He will always ask you that question, what do you want? And so in this particular case, um, the word for Tarek is peace. And through that, he gets there with supporting words like passion, enthusiasm, advocacy, contribution, and excellence. So if you had to pick a word for your year, pick one word. Now, if you've been all over your socials, you see more and more people are doing this. I think they often misunderstand um, what it is, but that's okay. Everyone needs to find uh, their word. My buddy Brandon said his word was create. So I asked him what create is. And then he got himself down to um, a home, and then he dug deeper and deeper and deeper, and he's dug himself down to alive. So he's working for 2023 to feel, have the experience of feeling alive. What is aliveness? And so then we take that word and we apply it to everything, everything you plan. If you're going to go to the cabin with your cousins, hey, do you want to go to the cabin? Well, does that fulfill aliveness? Yep, does. Check. Go. Hey, do you want to go out and get drunk on a Sunday afternoon with your buddies and eat a bunch of deep fried food? Maybe that makes you feel alive. If it does, good for you. But maybe not. And then you're like, nope, that's not into me. I'm not living into alive. So my word for 2022 was freedom. Freedom comes with imprisonment, burden. It's pretty ordinary. Ordinary words have an antithesis up, down, left, right. Freedom is pretty ordinary. I really wanted my word to be free. Free doesn't really have an antithesis. And I couldn't. So I went with ordinary. I went with free or freedom, excuse me. So that was my word for 2022. I have some friends where their word has been magic. I have one friend, her word was blissy. Everything that she wanted to do was blissy. Very sparkly and luxurious for the year. And so if it wasn't luxurious and blissy, she didn't do it. That's what, that's how people get to what Tarek just said. They get to that by knowing clearly what it is they're out to create. Now, Ryan, when we did this earlier today, um, can you share the word that you started with was your word for the year? Started with patience. Mm -hmm. So why patience? Yeah. I think it's, uh, well, it stems from that idea of not having control. And I think it was almost like a fight or fl flight response where, okay, I don't have control over the situation. Now I need to jump on things. I need to address this right now. I need to do this, 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 and this. And I was trying that and it wasn't working. And so 
the idea was if I'm patient and I don't rush to make decisions and I, and I just think about things a little bit more clearly, perhaps that's what will get me through the year. That's what I started with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's beautiful, by the way. There's nothing wrong with anybody uh, living into patience. That's for sure. Especially if being impatient, tension is a like really, you know, like you have tension and compression if you're being impatient, right? Um, that, that's, that's totally beautiful. Um, I, there's more to be had. So if being impatient and being in control or being not out of control is a thing for you, where does that go next? Because we talked about journey. You talked about sort of being on the ride for the year and what do you want? What, what are a couple of the tangible things in 2023 that you, that you need to accomplish? Uh, simple things, life things. There are, so there are a few things I need to make sure that I can visit my partner, Laura, uh, while they're at school in Ontario. Mm-hmm. I need to do a better job of uh, seeing my family, whether that's my mom here or my dad in Ontario. But the the real big things that I need to accomplish this year have a big monetary attachment to them, which is okay. scary for me. And the first is I most likely need to move. My roommate is leaving in June. And just uh-huh. by the fact I love my house, I can't afford it on my own. So I need to find a new place unless I can find a roommate. And mm-hmm. the other is I need a new computer. I need a expensive, fancy, powerful computer to do a lot of things, whether it's playing games, but also I want to stem more into the creation and have some more fun with content and building some unique things for the show and in my own personal library of stuff. So there's, uh, there's, there's quite a bit. Okay, so you can set numbers for those, though, right? Like you can set yeah, numbers absolutely. for those and say, you know, I need, you know, I don't know, uh, whatever, a thousand dollars for a deposit on a new place. Plus, need to find a place, do your research, find the numbers, put it together. So that that one works, right? I need thirty-seven dollars a day between now and May first in order to be able to afford to pay whatever. Pick a number. Um, and so those things work. But on the days when you feel down and the days when you feel beat up, when you when you get there, would patience get you there? I think it would maybe sort of soften the blow, but it wouldn't really address any of the major obstacles. It would Perfect. almost kind of be like a cushion for myself, you know? You nailed it. That's right. You're 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 actually uh, preempting failure with patience, right? Fair enough? Yeah. So so um that's not creating the outcome. So think of a word, Rye, that would help you um, that sit with that for a second and create an outcome. What about you, Andy? What about um, what's one thing or word that comes to mind for 2023? See, now this is a lot bigger than <laughs> you knew was coming. So what's a word that comes to your mind for 2023? Um, if I had to pick a word, I think potential is the word that I'm going to pick. Okay, good. What is potential? Help me understand. I- I want to, I want to see what is like my max potential. Like you always wonder, like for an example, like I I was watching this documentary about Navy SEALs and they said about 15% of the people that do Navy SEAL training, like actually get through it. And that, and, and I started thinking like, I wonder if I did it, like could, would I be one of the 15? And then I started thinking about 2023, like, I really want to see what my potential is. Like what, cause we always think we have like a lid, like I can do this. And then you want to go over it. And so I think that's right. that would be the word that I would use. Okay. So, okay, potential is typically what is hidden and not yet revealed, right? What is, right? Yes. So, but what's hidden is kind of a negative look at it because it's what's behind it, right? So how do we what are there any other words other than the potential that come to mind because this to me is very exciting um with what you have going here for you in your mind what comes to mind for me is possible yes absolutely and it's it's really taking yourself out of your comfort zone and then doing it so i'll give you one example i've been reading a lot about these people that take cold showers or cold plunges in the morning and I've wondered if it, if I could actually do that, like sit in ice cold water for one minute every morning. You know, Amazing. those are the kind of things I want to do. Okay. So then you're going to, is that challenging yourself? Yes. And then is, I'm going to hit it. I'll, I'll, I'll set a goal like one minute. And then in the future, I'm going to be okay. like, let's do a minute, 30 seconds or something Great. like that. Tangible. Fine. Um, so you have possibility, you have challenge. Is it explore? Is it, um, um, almost it's almost like imaginable versus unimaginable right like it's next level it is um forward uh is it peak 
like peak performance? Is it right? So if you're yeah. going to talk about the shower is being in the shower potential. Does having potential get you there? No, I see what you're saying. Yes. It, right. It's so if, if peak performance, if peak is your word, peak Andy, that, yeah. you don't have to choose it. This is just my suggestion from just from these words that we're saying here. If your word is peak, what is my peak or apex or highest or higher or further or whatever? If getting in the shower and doing a 60 second cold shower or cold bath or whatever, how do you get to peak? But if you're in the shower and then you're setting goals like one minute, one thirty, two minutes, whatever, you're only, everything you do is peak Andy all yeah. year. And if it's yeah. not peak Andy, you don't do it. Yeah. Push it to the limit. Basically. That's what it is. Right. So limitless, right? Cause there is no limit. Yeah. Limit is a negative word. Okay. So you get where we're going. So that's how this works. 877-399-9898. What would be your word, Ryan? Anything um, from that before we take a little break ski here that comes to mind? You know, I think it's been said, but I journey is, is kind of sticking with me. And I, I think one of the reasons why is it ties into this idea of patience too. I have no idea what December 31st, 2023 is going to look like. I have no that's idea right. what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be, but I, I like the idea of creating a productive journey so that when it is the end of the year, regardless of what I know what the outcome is, I can mm -hmm. at least feel proud or confident in the decisions that I make. And, right. you know, I feel, Pro I feel motivated in the journey. Yeah. Great. Okay. I'm actually going to challenge that just slightly and say that your word's not journey. It's just productive. And mm, yeah. So if you're going to sit on December 31st this year and go look back and go, was I productive? Was I productive, Ryan? Was I peak Andy? And look at all the pieces through the year. That's where inspiration comes from. Those are words. And the word when you pick it will make your heart sing. You'll be like, yes, that's me. So I do this every year. I do it all the time. I, my working right now is true, distinctly different than truth. Mine is true. Um, I'm wrestling with surrender because I really feel like I need to surrender into myself. And so, but I'm not quite sure. And so uh, sharing is actually another one for me. Strangely enough, as a guy who's on the radio, doesn't don't, I don't share myself. So the these are all the words that we're dancing with. So, okay, Andy, do you want to very quickly, we've got like 10 seconds here. It's not a contract. You can change it. What lands for you is the word that gets you to this place of being able to embrace that next level, Andy? Yeah, I think limitless is your is the word that I'm going to going to use for 2023. I love it. Limitless. So every time you run into setting a limit for yourself, you're going to be like, nope, I am limitless. Yes. I'm going to push it, That's push it. it just a little bit more, just a little, put over. it everywhere, put it on your mirror in the bathroom, put it everywhere and continue to do this dance with all of this. And I, I, if you're going to do goal setting, if you have any questions, you can reach out. I love this stuff and do that absolutely anytime. Happy to have the conversation here on the shift. Andy, thanks for staying over time, brother. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks Shane. This was fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. All right, so it's next level planning. And if you see it on the social media, this is how it happens. Um, that's what true goal setting looks like. I mean, if you want to save a hundred bucks, go ahead, save a hundred bucks. There's a million financial people that will help you do that. But if you want to be mindful and literally create, live a created life, that's how it starts. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You can always change it if it's not working, but you got to commit to it and literally live into it and do that. This is the shift podcast. All right, let's get into, are you okay with? Are you, are you, are you okay? Okay. Okay. Are you okay with? I'm Shane Hewitt. I'm in Calgary. So is Ryan O'Donnell. He's downtown and Uncle Leo is here. He's in downtown Vancouver, uh, pushing all the buttons and keeping us on the radio all across Canada and all these great channels. Thank you for that. You can share your thoughts with us too. 877-399-9898 with our 2023 kickoff of stories are you okay with new year's babies uh okay i i it's great that babies are being born that's that's cool happening on new year's that's a great coincidence but i've always thought it's super weird that people make a big deal about announcing 
the first baby of the year. I've always thought that's a strange, strange tradition, and really? I don't get why we do it. Yeah, it's just well, especially just... in today's age where my dentist office had a wall where okay, I'm gonna connect this. I'm gonna connect <laughs> wow, this. Wow, okay? that got weird. Okay? Don't worry. <laughs> what kind of I dentist do you go to? The best dentist. My dentist had a wall where they used to take Polaroid pictures of the kids that didn't get a cavity. And then they shifted to, you know, just printing out pictures. It was like a wall of pride when I was a kid. And they took it down. I still go to the same dentist that I've been going to for 26 years, right? They took it down and I asked why. And they're like, for privacy reasons. Oh, okay, fair. But yet on New Year's, we just like reveal the na- first name, oh. last name, time of date, birth of a yeah. child. Okay. It's just, Fair I ball. get that. And it's weird. To some me. people say never do that on, like, on social media because they're like, here's like Robert, Stephen, Michael, you know, <laughs> Johnson, St. John. Um, and they give on the birthday and everything else. And you basically could get a social security number now from your baby announcement. It's almost too easy. This is the reason why my, my buddy who ha- had a kid, he's posted his kid up on social media lots, but always with an emoji covering the face. I have no idea what his kid looks like. Oh, <laughs> I have no funny. idea. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, oh, that is well, it's kind of brilliant, although it doesn't say much about you popping over. Um, the Okay, so I get that. That's cool. No. Um, I, New Year's babies to me, I, I feel like it's there's a lot of people who just try to have the New Year's baby. <laughs> and they're like, I feel like they're holding off, right? I mean, the prize is unbelievable to time it. Like, don't push, don't push, don't push. Okay, push. That's what I worry about. Hmm. Um, New Year's that? babies are typically, uh, earlier in the year, babies are born, um, they typically accelerate more through school. They accelerate more through sports. Most NHL draft picks are born in the first three months of the year. Really? Yeah. Well, they're bigger and faster in sport for their age group. I mean, think about I it. I wonder why. Someone who, well, because somebody who was born in December has 11 full months of growing. And, you know, when you're 10 years old, that's a large percentage of your growth life, right? Someone can grow a hmm. lot between in 10 or 11 months, right? Hmm. So that, that's one thing that's uh, that's very, very much there. So New Year's Babies is cool, which, by the way, uh, Danae Mercer, our buddy, who uh, who is a social media influencer with like 3 million followers, uh, she's due like any day. Yeah, and her and Nico are having their baby. Uh, if you know Danae from Instagram and all that stuff, that's cool. Uh, she's been on the show a bunch of times. She's in Italy, and they're due like any time. So really excited to find out. She sent some beautiful messages um, to us at uh, uh, Christmas time to you, the Shiftheads, and thanks for being here. And and she's just so awesome. I I look forward to uh, to chatting with her and uh, so gracious to it. Christmas. It's amazing um, how grateful I was to wake up on Christmas morning and to receive messages from all kinds of people that we put on the show here, including from our Ukraine people and some of these incredibly popular and famous folks. Anyway, she's having a New Year's baby, although not yet. On New Year's Eve, though, they were driving to, they did go to the hospital because she was uh, uh, starting to have some contractions. So let's see what comes to that. Okay. Every year, privacy of a child is thrown out the window. See who is lucky enough to be born the earliest on January 1st in BC, a Fraser Valley couple welcomed their baby just minutes into 2023. Meet dad, Abin Kamayang, mom, Taya Villanueva, and baby Gabriella Louise. Their daughter was born at 12.02 a.m. at Abbotsford Regional General Hospital, weighing in small but healthy, five pounds, 10 ounces. She is their first child. And the family is surprised and delighted that Gabriella ended up being the first child born in the province this year. And they were like making a big fuss about it. I'm like, one hmm. more push. <laughs> yeah. She really made it. She actually pushed uh, the baby like three times and she's out. Yeah. 20 minutes to deliver. So, so fast. <laughs> I was just like, good job, me, and good job, baby, and doctors. <laughs> that news says it's well. Good job, me. Heck yeah. Good, good job, job, you. Me. There is no good job husband. Hello. He stood there and watched. Did so much work. Mm-hmm. I got ice chips. That's what I did. That's what you did? Ice chips? That's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. A New Year's babies are fun, though. A baby from Utah is going viral for her name, apparently named after a season, spelled incorrectly. Meet Winter with a Y. We decided to name her Winter um, because if you think about winter, it's beautiful, but it's harsh. And it takes a lot to survive through winter. 
Um, and we wanted to have a strong name and a strong, strong, beautiful daughter. Her middle name is Chisa. Uh, my native tongue is Luganda. I'm originally from Uganda. And Chisa in Luganda means grace. Well, the mother, Maddie, was admitted into the hospital Friday with high blood pressure, but gave birth to Winter, who is healthy at 37 weeks. That's from Fox 13. Uh, first of all, the middle name uh, being um, Ugandan Grace. Beautiful. I like that. Um, I like that. So name. what's the problem here, though? Like Winter with a Y, did they spell it wrong wrong, or did they just change the spelling to make it more namey? I feel like they just changed the spelling to make it more namey. There's I think just, that's I don't, okay. I, I, I don't know. I think it's a little corny. I, I feel okay. like there's I feel like there's a better way to do that. Uh, and also <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's just like the, it's blah, blah, blah with a Y or blah, blah, blah with a, that living with that for your entire life, I imagine is super annoying oh, for everybody. I get it. So it's winter with a Y. I would not want to have to grow up specifying that on everything in my life. I just had a conversation about this and I can't remember with whom. <laughs> and it was about, um, the name being. Uh, a bigger name and then going with um, like a shortened version, but still going with a traditional name. Anyway, I don't think it's a problem with winter with a Y. I think it's more ironic if you're born in July. Yeah, that'd be really, really. Like if your name is May, like my Auntie May was, does she have to be born in May? I mean, there's people no. that are named June. There's people that are named April. Are they born in April and June? No, usually not. You know, right? Winter. So there are people named spring. There are people named summer. I don't know. It must be people named Autumn. Why not winter? But I mean, and why not? I don't know. I think it's all right, right? Uh, Keep in mind. Uh, let's be honest. Your name yeah. is Ryan John O'Donnell. <laughs> it's not Ryan John O'Donnell. There's no. two others, two different names in there. I was, it's, I was guessing. It's a, it's a pretty, it's, you're not far off, though. It's a very oh. boring, basic Irish name. So, like, Well, that's the thing, right? Like, yours is pretty square. It's, it's very square. It's very square. At least my parents, with they went for Shane, which is a derivation of James, and my grandfather was James Hewitt, and my dad is James Hewitt. And instead of James Hewitt, they went with Shane Hewitt. So, I don't know. In Alberta, where we broadcast from, staff at local hospitals did not announce New Year's babies because they are too busy dealing with hospital... Hospital... Hosp, hosp, hey, guess what it is? Oh, it's fun. It's the first typo of 2023. That's a typo. There it is fireworks um doing hospital things very well written right okay are oh you oh you did do this story are you okay with <laughs> new england patriots new england no <laughs> i i can't stand the patriots personally i can't stand them i i respect them you know like yeah they they they, they Dang good team, not, not you know with Brady and the legacy. Darn good, I know. But I just I don't know. They kind of just gave me Boston Bruins vibes, you know. And I just I also hate the Boston Bruins. So yeah, no, I don't like them. Okay, fair enough. Um, they won so much, so much, so many Super Bowls. Tom Brady, Gronk was there. They dominated NFL for a decade. Uh, they're rebuilding, so the sports part of it's not great. They still have some diehard fans, most hated fans in sports, some people might say. Deflate gate. Now, incredibly, over the course of the last few days here, New England Patriots came to the rescue of some stranded Canadians over the week, Ned. <laughs> I told you to refresh the page. I edited it. I fixed that oh, typo. Oh, did you fix that one? Sorry. I That's did fix that typo. <laughs> All right. Over the weekend. Uh, so uh, how did the New England Patriots help out a bunch of Canadians? Tom Brady didn't. He was down in Florida. Uh, uh, uh. Instead, the Patriots' plane came to the rescue. It was a week of fun in the sun for Marie's Plourde of Quebec's Saguenay-Lac-Saint-Jean region. 14 members of her family escaped the cold on an all-inclusive sunwing trip to the Dominican Republic. But it was when they tried to get home, the trouble began. She explains the airport shuttle bus never came to the resort on December 27th, the day they were supposed to fly back to Quebec at 4 p.m. After paying their own way to the airport, she says the group found out their flight was delayed. 
She says they spent 12 hours waiting at the airport in 30 degree heat with a bunch of crying, exhausted children sleeping on the floor, only to be told at 1 a.m. by Sunwing reps that they were being transferred to buses to go to a hotel. She says Sunwing told her group and hundreds of other Quebecers they might not be able to leave the country until January 2nd. On December 29th, Sunwing sent them back to the airport in the afternoon, but that flight was delayed too. Another 12 hours of waiting until they nearly got on a flight, only to be told the pilot was too exhausted to fly. On est parti pour l'hôtel à 4h30 du matin. We left for a hotel at 4.30 in the morning, she said, and needed to be back at the airport at noon. After a few hours of sleep, on December 30th, they finally came face-to-face -face with the aircraft Sunwing sent to bring the dozens of Quebec families home, a plane belonging to the NFL's New England Patriots. It was uh, incredible. <laughs> the group was in disbelief. Plourde quickly noticed the roomy seats intended for hulking football players. Lots of legroom. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> right. Uh, Okay, so they're not the only ones, by the way. There's a whole bunch of people from Regina and, and other places, too, but a big chunk from Regina also went down to Mexico and didn't come back. And then Sunwing was like, by the way, we're not taking you back to Regina. So passenger rights is a conversation we're going to have here on the shift, by the way. Um, so these people, they got home. So that was Global's Dan Spector. There was some disappointment, though, because the crew couldn't speak French. What well, was the Pats playing? Sunwing did not respond to Global News' request for comment on Sunday. Uh, Plourde doesn't think she'll ever travel with the company again, she says, after a voyage that uh, gave repatriation <laughs> a whole new meaning. There, now, there are some stories out there because there are some complaints about the lack of French communication and um, French, like, even um, documents on the plane, which I got to tell you is valid. Yeah. Because if you're on it. I think if you're on an airplane and you don't speak English, I have to understand French and English both accepted in our country. This we all this all agreed. So some people don't speak a lot of English. If we go to Quebec and we don't speak French, it's hard to find your way around. If Quebecers come to Vancouver, there's no French. It's hard to find your way around. It is fair ball. And although I find it a little ironic because you at least you made it home that that's your complaint, but if safety would be an issue about how do you take instructions if you don't speak the language? I mean, that's a real thing. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we are going to get into the passenger rights story because uh, even my buddy Steve, my old roommate from Sudbury, he was trapped down there for a bunch of extra days too. And uh, there's uh, it's quite fascinating to see how, by the way, we're just canceling flights to your city now. <laughs> Forever. It was a thing. Really interesting. Thanks for listening to the Shift Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca.